Hey science fans, it's Mrs Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. Because I am the husband. Why are we so fragmented today? You can you can tell which ones which episodes are at the end of a recording session because we start to get weird with the intro. <laughs> Hello, my Mrs. Corbett. <laughs> Stop taking the mick out of me. I'm not People the take mick the mick out, out of me all the time. And I'm smart and I'm joyous. What you are smart and you're joyous, but you're also a really easy target. <laughs> <laughs> you really am. That's uh, what TikTok tells me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Coming in labels, what you got for me? Calling me labels. Yeah, that's your new nickname, labels, because you've got so many of them. Leave PC Corridor alone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they call you? Yeah. <laughs> I call myself the Luluzer as well, because oh I have to hang God. out with by, around by toilets, kicking kids out. I would have hated you so much at school. Yeah, you would have. Okay, so that's because you were naughty. I wasn't naughty. I just disinterested. Oh yeah, I wasn't like disassociated. Why is it? What are your words? Why is it important if I tuck my shirt in if I'm doing all my work? What difference is this? This is not the vibe I need for my podcast. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conversation for another time. Okay. Take your shirts in, guys. It's really important. Well, you look nice. Thank you. I'm not you. You oh, look awful. I'm wearing joggers. Yeah, you are. I always wear joggers. Okay, so today, we sort of already touched on this because I forgot it was a separate lesson. Oh. This, this happens. So I'm on the spec, right? I'm on the spec. And the title of today is Adaptations. So students have got to explain how organisms are adapted to live in their natural environment given appropriate information. Students tend to be quite good at this, but they lose marks by not being specific enough, like saying weather when you need to use the word wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, don't don't assume the examiner knows you know what you're talking about, guys. You have to pretend the examiner is an idiot. Sure. Which they probably are. Um, not the vibe for my revision <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so. Organisms. Our revision podcast. Jesus. Sorry. Organisms have features or adaptations that enable them to survive in conditions to which they in which they normally live. These adaptations can be one of three things. Okay. Yeah. They can be structural. Yeah. Functional. Yeah. Or behavioural adaptations. Okay. Okay, so we all pretty much know examples of adaptations of certain things. So if I say to you, polar bear, what are you saying? How is it adapted to where it lives? Uh, really good swimmer. None of those are on my list, but sure. Um, strong paws. Strong paws. Uh, sharp canines. <laughs> strong paws. <sighs> Tell me about... Tell me a polar bear doesn't have strong paws. I, I can't. Tell me about his paws. For where it lives, how it's adapted to where uh, it lives. So they're bit big and wide, so it can walk on snow, like wide surface area. Large surface area to distribute the weight on snow. Yeah. Lovely. That's a good one. What else? What about the colour of where they are their and where they live? claws are really sharp, so they can oh, tear stop into the about flesh <laughs> of animals. <laughs> they're white, all right? They're white. And what does that mean? How is that adapted? They blend in with the snow. No, they don't blend in. Well, they do blend in, but what's the word? Use the proper words. A camouflage. They're camouflage. <laughs> Um, tell me about the size of their ears. Why do they need to be camouflage? So they can hunt their prey. Most oh. of their prey is quicker than them. Yeah, I guess Tell me so. about its ears. Cute. Cute. Very good. They have got small ears. Why have they got <laughs> small ears? I would have said big ears. No, they've got small they ears. They've got small ears, right. Why have they got small ears? Why is that useful if you live in a really cold place? Because uh, it's really noisy. The wind is noisy and it would be annoying. It would be hard to sleep. I don't know. Why have they got small... How is small is possibly a good thing? To reduce heat loss. No, get out. They have a small surface area compared to their volume. 
um, round things. So if you think about everything that lives in the Arctic and anywhere cold, they're all round and blubbery, aren't they? Well, yeah. Because it reduces heat loss. Right. Um, and they have thick fur, don't they? And thick fat on them for? Warm. Yeah. Heat. Correct science word beginning with an I? Insulation. Lovely. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still trying to figure out. So the animals in, in hot climates have big ears and animals yes. in cold climates have small ears. Yes. Get out. No. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, and animals in hot places have really long limbs compared to animals like penguins that barely have limbs. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Your face. Okay, so let's talk about camels while we're on. No, no, let's go. Let's carry on with the ears thing. No, we're, we're going to talk about their ears. Um, so talk about uh, camels. A camels feet. ears. Camels have big ears. Talk about their feet. Their feet are they're hard. Large surface area distribute yeah. the weight on sand. Yeah. Tell me about their eyelashes. <laughs> they, they're adorable they are adorable <laughs> to keep the sand out of their eyes long to keep the sand out of their eyes they've got a hump what's the hump for oh it's not full of water I'm just no I what's tell it you full of fat yeah why eat was, yeah food is scarce they need to store energy yeah. don't they store energy it's, yeah it's not, all, not eat don't say eat guys it's all wrong. about the right words so instead of blend in you've got to use the word camouflage because you sound like you know what you're talking about they also have um, really tough mouths like they've got really thick skin on the inside of their mouth so they can eat Cactuses. Yeah. Um, and then let's talk about cactus. So plants are adapted too. So tell me how a cactus <laughs> so, is adapted. So hang on, hang on, hang on. So a cactus adapted to be spiky so animals wouldn't eat it. And a camel went, all right, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't evolution wonderful? It really is. Allegedly. Talk to me about cacti. How are they adapted to spiky. survive? Why is the spiky useful? To stop things eating them. Yeah. Uh, they don't, but it's, that's not actually the reason why they got spines. Is it one not? of the reasons, but they don't have leaves. They're plants without leaves. No. Why is that important when you're living in the desert? Um, I assume something to do with loss of water. Yeah. So what are you reducing? If you don't have leaves, you're reducing sticky out bits. So you're reducing your surface area. You're reducing your surface area to volume ratio, which means that you are reducing the amount of water that you can evaporate. Cause are you also not leaves. reducing the amount of sunlight you can? There's also that as well. But they've got like basically... They've found a balance, I assume. Yeah, they've got um, chlorophyll in their like stems. Yeah. Their stems are... They're succulents, so they store water in their stems. Another well, thing that's not full of water is cactus. Well, they are might full of water, but don't drink water from a cactus, guys. You'll die. Mm-hmm. It's got minerals in it. Yeah, it's poisonous. Um, and they've got really long roots, obviously, as well. Do they? Mm. I've never considered a cactus to have roots, but of course it does. Really, really massive. Yeah, long of course ones. they do. Um, the whole thing about spines, it does deter and use the word consumers, because, you know, in the food chains, we talk about primary consumers, secondary consumers. It's to deter consumers. Sure. Not predators, because you don't really hunt cacti. Yeah. Mrs. Corbett. Yes. You are so wise and intellectual. Um, and I'm sure our listeners would love to hear you speak. What? Oh, am I too far away from Oh, you're miles away. You're basically sitting back in it. You're in the other room, mate. Sorry. It's all right. Um, I'm always told I'm too loud. I have to pipe down. No, you guys, no, you can't, you can't be loud enough. Okay, so structural, behavioral, and functional adaptations. We need examples of these. Okay. Okay, so behavioral is probably the easiest ones that people know. So it's the behavior what? of an organism that gives it an advantage. So, right. for example... Um, birds make nests and they they make pretty nests to attract mates. So you know like bird mating behaviour is the best thing ever. 
if you haven't seen it, Google Birds of Paradise, Attenborough, and you'll see the birds like dancing to attract the mates. Yeah. Like courtship rituals. I don't really care about that. I care more about the ears. Okay. We'll get to that. We'll get to the ears in a minute. Courtship dances, uh, using tools to get food. That's a behavioral adaptation. Yeah. Um, Working in packs, like moving in herds, behavioral adaptation. Woodpecker. Pecking wood. Is that a behavioral adaptation? Yes. Sure. I think. I don't really know why they do it, but yes. They have a uh, structural adaptation that helps them do that too. So the one that's really difficult is structural and functional. People get mixed up. Yeah, I, I can't I can't think of what. Okay, so structure is literally how they are made, what they physically are, whereas function is a job that they do. Okay, so let's go through some structural. So structural is a physical feature that allows an organism to... Uh, successfully compete so on a woodpecker I'm assuming they're making holes to get bugs out of wood I don't really know so they structurally have like a ridiculously triangular long beaky thing that reduces concussion on the brain Uh so that would be structural Um, sharp teeth to hunt prey structural on Um, a woodpecker no just all stuff I was about to have my mind blown there Um, camouflage structural small ears in cold climates small ears yeah large or small body area to volume ratio surface area to volume ratio that's structural okay functional are things that like jobs of different parts so it's adaptations related to processes that allow organisms to survive so plants do photosynthesis that's an adaptation to survive um so is respiration one yeah frogs and scorpions produce poison and the snakes. And snakes. And spiders. Or venom. It's venom when it's snakes, isn't it? Is venom and poison the same? Don't um, know. Um, oh, another functional one is like menstrual cycles and reproductive patterns. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So like anything to do with like hormones or chemicals. So, I mean, in that, in that instance, isn't like having a heart a functional adaptation? Or the well, ability to see a functional adaptation. Well, technically, yeah, but if everyone's got it, it's not particularly a unique feature, is it? It's not a feature well, that helps. Doesn't you every living creature have reproductive cycles? Pretty much, yeah. And doesn't every living creature have either photosynthesis or or? Yeah, but some of them are quite unique. So, like, um, like, like plants that um, flower in like spring, for example. That's right. a specific reproductive feature that means that they're not going to get like eaten at that time of year. Okay, are there? Because this is tricky. In an exam question, I assume it would be like, they give examples of functional adaptations. Yeah, quite often. Do you, you have some that can be like plucked out of the air? Uh, yeah, but with these ones, because they're quite like different, difficult and obscure, they would give an example and you'd have to like link it. You'd have to pick whether it was behavioural or structural. Oh, okay. Um, or you might get like a picture of a polar bear and they'll give you some information about it and you have to say why it's structural, not functional. Okay, so it's more important to know the difference between functional and structural. Yes, yeah, so okay. structure is like a, physically a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, functional is something chemical that it does. Cool. Yeah. Or mechanical. Or m- yeah, but you've got to check with mechanical that it's not behavioural. Or structural. Yeah. All right, tricky. Um, tricky. It is tricky. So one last thing on adaptation. Some organisms are adapted to live in extreme environments like really high temperatures or really high salt concentrations or really high pressure. And these are called extremophiles. Yeah. Like ones that like live in... Like grills. Yeah, yeah, but like hardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bacteria living in deep sea vents... Um, 
hot hydrothermal vents they have like essentially their cell walls are like silicon mm. like they don't absorb heat at all um so they're called extremophiles you find them in like deep deep ice and stuff like that like if it's an extreme condition and it's living there it's an extremophile what's that one that can live anywhere like it's even ex- it's it's like spare grills nu- <laughs> like nuclear explosions yeah, nothing yeah. tardigrades yeah i find them frightening yeah they're the biggest extremophiles but that's it that's adaptations cool i enjoyed that good um you were quite bad at it initially so what did you learn about your language <laughs> <laughs> well i've adapted you've adapted, <laughs> I've adapted throughout what have i learned don't use the word blend in use the word camouflage yeah use use proper science words guys when you're doing science try to consider surface area to volume ratio yeah, yeah so yeah. deserty animals have a high surface area to volume ratio they're really pointy if you want to compare really them um arctic fox versus desert fox super cute really highlights their differences i prefer penguin to giraffe sure um or penguin and snake they're basically the polar opposite because the snake is just a limb isn't it it's just a long pointy thing <laughs> A polar bear mm-hmm. and a brown bear, mm-hmm. are they wildly different? They're uh, not, are they, really? No. Does a brown bear have big ears? No. Think of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, a brown bear? Yellow. It's a toy bear. Yeah. He's a honey bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you can also tell the end of our recording sessions because we start getting giggly at the end. Yeah, but they live in like Canada and stuff. They live in cold parts, don't they? Bears, brown bears, just in general. Bear- uh, now, brown bears live. Oh, maybe they do. I suppose I'm thinking about America. They live in the like woods. Canada-y yeah, type. Yeah, areas. I suppose. Yeah, so round animals live in cold places, okay. which is why it's cold in the UK, and that's why I live. <laughs> 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 okay, bye. See you later. <laughs>